Welcome to the Parent Life Podcast, a weekly resource addressing critical topics for parents trying to raise Christian kids. My name is Jason Stanley. I'm the middle school pastor here at Fruit Cove Baptist Church, and this is a ministry of that church. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and as part of that, we're going to go through the next uh, four weeks, so this week plus three more weeks, uh, talking about various topics about mental health and uh, accenting our Cove ministry. And as that, we have Doug Koweski, who is the director of the Cove Family uh, Counseling Center. And so uh, today we want to talk a little bit about the rise in parental anxiety. So tell us a little bit about that trend and kind of where it's coming from. So let's go back to the beginning. Uh, I think parental anxiety starts from the day that you realize, not that you're about to have a child, but when that child arrives in the, in the world, and you really have no idea what you're doing. All right. <laughs> um, you think you can try and prepare for it, but there's nothing like holding that little bundle of a blessing and figuring out, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. So the anxiety just from the early childhood stage is like, am I gonna be a good parent? Am I gonna do the right things? Am, you know, am I gonna make sure that my kid develops well? Are there gonna be any issues? So there's just that inherent anxiety just from a young age, but then you start seeing it really go up, especially as you transition from being a parent of a toddlers or children into adolescence, because that's a whole nother of the host of anxieties mm-hmm. that comes out of it. Right, right. So, so then what are some of the things that are happening because of parental anxiety? So what, what are some of the you know, trends that we're seeing in parents these days? There is what you would probably call a transference of anxiety. The anxiety that happens in the parents, which really results in what um, has really been known since the early um, 80s and 70s, it actually was in a book in 1969, but the term where helicopter parent came out of. And that was really kind of hovering over and just making sure that when something happens, you were there to take care of it over your child. So the children would never learn how to overcome struggling, experience suffering, and coming out of that developing coping mechanisms. And that's just now have graduated into now another term called lawnmower parent, which is basically the same thing as a helicopter parent. But before anything happens, the parents are just mowing over. So the kids aren't even seeing it nor even understanding that it exists. And, but that goes back to the parents' anxiety of, I want my kid to be successful. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to, um, to, to stumble or they feel like if, if they can't get an A in school, then they'll never be successful mm-hmm. beyond that. So they've created worrying about tomorrow in a sense. and and tackling it before it ever comes and the kids are never seeing it. So now we're creating an entitlement in the child, like everything's supposed to be done for me. Right. And so before I was just a middle school pastor here, I used to be a college pastor in Tallahassee. And one of the things that FSU actually had to deal with and work through uh, was these parents who, um, you know, like you said, the helicopter where they just kind of hover and the minute a problem arrives, they just swoop in and rescue the child out of that problem. But now even the new trend, and they were just kind of on the cusp of that, you know, maybe six, seven years ago, where the lawnmower parent says, I'm just going to push down all potential problems that my child might run into. And so the school was actually having to offer parental, like counseling classes for parents of these collegiates in this transition. And so what are some of the long-term effects and issues that we run into? Well, ultimately, with that helicopter or lawnmower parenting, you don't always really see it in the younger ages, but what ends up happening is they develop a negative uh, social behaviors, which is it could create low self-esteem, um, anxiety itself, depression, um, leads to uh, their children being bullied in school, 
and just not being able to develop healthy relationships outside of that because they've never learned what it is to struggle. They've never learned mm-hmm. how to overcome. How to deal with adversity. Uh, yeah. Deal with adversity and anything like that because the parent has just come in and just, just like I said, mowed over it before the child even knows it's there. Mm-hmm. So then, so, so and, you know, before we go too much further into the helps and, and how to diagnose and move on, uh, let's just go ahead and admit this at least comes from a good motivation. I mean, like, we're, we're dads. We struggle with this, too, of, okay, not just because of we want our kids to succeed, but we want our kids to succeed because that makes us look like we're succeeding, right? Correct. And there's a lot of pressure um, right now to be a successful parent among all the other parents. And so we understand that, you know, wanting your kid to be successful and protecting them, shielding them to some extent is a good thing. But again, when it's too much, um, it, it does become harmful. So, so what are some helps? What are some resources and things like that that you would like to direct parents who might be dealing with some sort of parental anxiety? Well, first and foremost, I, the church is always the place that should be providing this, and which Fruco Baptist does. We provide a parent life, and we provide these opportunities for parent enrichment so that you can learn more about being uh, better at parenting. Because again, it's, it's not, parenting is a skill. It's not something that you are born innately with. There are certain traits that you may able as your personality to, to make you a good parent or help you be a good parent, but ultimately you learn skills as being a parent. Mm-hmm. And so um, I would say not only look for parent enrichment through the church and stuff and following biblically based um, enrichment programs, um, focus on the family, family life. Those are all good Christian organizations that provide a lot of good information. Mm-hmm. If you come up with a question you're not really sure, let's, I love Google, but I hate Google because there's so much out there that is bad, but Google does give us also access to some good stuff, which, like I said, focus on the family, family life, other Christian organizations that provide you with a lot of good insights Mm -hmm. Um, because I don't have the answers to everything, and sometimes the churches don't have all the answers, but there are Christian people that do that have spent their life studying this and wanting to become an expert or a resource. Um, So first and foremost, those. Also surround yourself with godly mentors because mm-hmm. there are parents of, have been parents, you know, of adult children that will want to impart wisdom like, listen, don't do what I did or mm-hmm. do this way because this is what worked. So gaining wisdom from the right people who have gone through situations will also help you. So just as we always encourage even in early marriages to mentor with older couples that have been through seasons of marriage, so also mentor with parents that have been through seasons of parenting because being the parent, like I said, of a toddler is different than being the, uh, the parent of an elementary ed child, being the parent of an adolescent teenager mm-hmm. in, in middle and high school, and then being an adult. Ultimately, you will always be a parent. It doesn't yeah. matter how old that child is. They will always be your kid, even yeah. at 35. And, and, and like you were saying, to do it with mentors, I mean, whenever we begin to get into this parental cycle or parental anxiety cycle, we begin to think, um, more in isolation terms. It's, you know, I don't want to let my real life shine or, or what's going on because then someone might judge me for that. And so we begin to pull back from others. But again, in the Christian faith, we were designed to do this in community. So getting in a connect group or something like that with other parents of teens or something like that, or parents of little kids who honestly are dealing with the exact same feelings and emotions that you are, uh, you can one, share ideas, swap ideas, but also just be encouraged with the things 
that you're facing, uh, you know, in our culture, in our day. So, Doug, thank you so much for joining us. Um, again, if you have uh, questions about uh, parental anxiety and things that maybe you're facing, and listen, we all deal with it to some extent, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, we would highly recommend go to fruitcove.com slash the cove, where you can find more information about the Cove Family Counseling Center. Um, Doug has lots of different resources and people that he can either connect you with um, just just to you know, enrich your family more. None of us have all the answers, Correct. but we can learn from one another, okay? And so definitely reach out. If you have any questions about Fruit Cove Baptist and her other ministries, I would encourage you to go to fruitcove.com, uh, especially if you're not one of our members that kind of know all the lingo, so please reach out. And if you'd like to interact with us on Parent Life Podcast, maybe give us a question. Again, we're going to be dealing with this topic all month long, so if you'd like to reach out to us and, and let's ask some really good transparent mental health issues, uh, reach out to us at parentlife at fruitcove.com and we'd love to uh, interact with you that way. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you next week.